Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. Welcome again to this broadcast. I'm so thankful that you're listening and that I can speak to you, minister to you, bless you with the word of God. It's always our pleasure to bless the people of the world with the message of the gospel and to build their faith and to help them to have a better life. Filled with the promises and the goodness of God. And we're believing for you. And I want you to know that we are praying for you as a listener to this broadcast. That God will touch you and touch your life in spectacular, unusual ways. And do things that you never imagined possible. Because he is more than able. We serve a great God. Doesn't the Bible say that mind has not thought? Doesn't the Bible say that it hasn't come up in the mind of man? No, we couldn't have imagined it or thought of it, but he is able to do it in our life. Oh, he loves us. Today, if you have listened to me before, you know that I love to talk about prayer. I believe it's so wonderful to be intimate with our Lord, with our Creator, and not just as our King far away or as our God far away, but as our Father. Yes, the Bible says we can call Him Abba Father, which is something like Papa, and that makes it very close and very intimate. And we are so one with him through Jesus Christ, the Son, through his blood that was shed for us and through the Holy Spirit. And I want to talk about prayer, but today I want to make it very simple and very practical and just help you to have a better prayer life. If you are not having a prayer life at all, oh, you're missing out on something wonderful that God has given to you. He has given you the right to come to him, to stand before his throne, to enter into the holy of holies and to have fellowship with him and to praise him and to have a joyful time with him, but also to lay down all your needs before him. You're having a good prayer life, hopefully. If you're having a good prayer life right now, I want you to have even a better prayer life right now. And that's possible because our prayer life should be something that is growing, something that is alive. We are not just doing a ritual, just naming up words and naming up prayers. We are fellowshipping, talking, speaking to him, listening to him. And our relationship should become more intimate and so our prayer life should mature and grow also. But I want to give you a few simple points. One of the problems you might have for a better prayer life is that you're not setting aside a specific time. Maybe you don't have a specific place to pray. I believe it's good to have a particular place which is your meeting place with God and a particular time that you set as a meeting time with God. This is important. We schedule everything in our agenda and even these days when you want to go on a date with your wife, you're scheduling it. I mean, you're scheduling time with your kids. You're scheduling things at work. You're scheduling conferences and all these things that you need to do. But we are not scheduling time for prayer. Schedule a specific time that you know that you can keep that aside and make that a holy time for you to fellowship with your Father in heaven. 
Oh, so many times we want to. And we say, I should pray somewhere during the day. But you know, our day is filled up so quickly with this and with that. And so we need to set time for him. And maybe this should be before you start your whole day with all the busyness. Maybe before the children wake up and start screaming through the house. Maybe before you are going to your job and suddenly all the cares of the day are filling your heart and your mind. Set time for the Lord. And so set a time that you know that you can listen to him and that you can speak to him before your mind is filled with all these other things. It will help you. Now the second point I have for you is maybe something that looks so controversial according to the first point I gave to you because the second point is pray all day long. Pray everywhere and pray at all occasions. Maybe you say, John, I don't understand. In one way you're telling me set a specific time and on the other hand you're telling me pray all the time everywhere, it doesn't matter where you are. Well, you know, these are two different things. Yes, you need to set some time for the Lord apart but that doesn't mean that you're scheduled to meet him every morning at five or at six and the rest of the day you forgot all about him and you're not in fellowship with him, you're not in connection with him. While you are driving to work, or you can have your earphones on while you're sitting in the train, or while you are riding the bicycle, you can look up and, well, look in front of you, that would be a wiser thing, but I mean, you could you can talk to him and, and, and spend time with him. Don't close your eyes. You don't need to close your eyes when you're praying. When you're driving the car and you're praying, don't close your eyes, keep them open. But while you are driving, talk with him. Oh, while you're at the workplace and you have a little break time, oh, maybe it's good to say a few words in prayer and you will find as you are speaking to him throughout the day, he will minister to you and he will help you. Another very important point which will give you a better prayer life is don't rush in your prayer with all your needs and with your lists of all the things you need God to do, all the things you want to have, all the things you need him to open for you or to give to you or to supply to you. Start your prayer with thanksgiving and praise. And also in finishing, finish your prayer with thanksgiving and praise. Now, you find this pattern in the Bible and I have it in my life and you should have it in your life because I think it is something that is pleasing unto the Lord that we don't just run to the throne. Now, when you are sinking, like Peter was sinking in the water, he couldn't start with a whole worship song. He cried out immediately and he came to the point that he needed God to save him. He needed Jesus to save him. So of course there are those situations that you cry immediately for whatever you need or for that miracle you need instantly to be done. But on the other hand, have a heart of thanksgiving that when you pray, oh, just start praising him. And I tell you, when you praise him, and give thanksgiving, you will forget about the time, you will forget about your need and your problem, joy will flood your heart, peace will flood your soul, and before you know it, you finish your prayer life, you didn't even pray for your needs, but you feel like a changed person, and you know that God has heard you and he is working on your behalf. Well, another important thing when you pray is allow God to speak to you through his word. So many times we pray and we say, God, speak to me. God, speak to me. God, answer me. God, what, what, what are you saying right now? God, what do you want to say? Oh, and we are silent 
and we keep our eyes closed and, and we come into that place where we're just kind of listening into the void. Lord, what are you saying? What are you saying? Do you have anything to say? But you know, the number one way that God speaks to us is through his word. My dear friends, when you pray, combine it with reading your Bible, if possible, or take time during some other time of the day to read your Bible and read your Bible in a prayerful attitude. You will find out that while you are reading, oh, God starts to speak to you and God starts to minister to you what he wants you to do, what he wants you to say, what he is saying to you because his number one way of speaking to us is through his word. So many people, they ask an answer from the Lord. Lord, what should I do in that situation? You know, it's not that you should not pray, but on the other hand, you are waiting for some answer, but the answer many times is already there in his word. And so if you would pray and read your Bible, you would find the answers because as you are prayerfully reading your Bible, he lifts out those words that are specifically for you for that situation. So it gives you a better prayer life if you're not just praying and silently waiting. I'm not saying you shouldn't do that, but I'm saying you should add reading your Bible and letting him speak to you. Or another important thing to have a better prayer life is that you don't focus on all your physical needs or material needs, but that you will focus first on your spiritual needs. Oh, of course, you can pray for physical needs and material needs, but, but if you're always focusing on those needs, you're missing out. You need to focus first above all on your spiritual need. Oh Lord, I need more of you, Lord. Or if I just have more of your spirit, if I just have more of you, and if I just have less of myself and more of you, and as you are praying with him and focusing on him to fill you in your heart with joy, in your, in your spirit, man, with his peace, you will see that that will help you to pray even in a better way with him and to have more wonderful, sweet fellowship with him. And you will see that all the other things will be added unto you. Oh, I tell you, you can pray for those things. And he hears those prayers. But you don't have to keep asking for those things as you are focusing more on him and the connection in the spirit, his spirit with your spirit or it will help you. Another thing that will help you to have a better prayer life is not to just pray from your mind, but to prepare your prayer and make a little list. Make a little list of things that you want to thank him for. Make a little list of people you want to pray for. Make a little list of the things that you need to bring before the throne of grace. So many times we start our prayer and, well, during the day we knew, oh, I got to pray for that person. Oh, you promised another person. I will pray for you, brother. I will pray for you, sister. I will pray for you, neighbor. But when we start praying, we forget all about the things we would pray for. And we are just kind of, well, Lord, this, and we're repeating that. And we're praying another time for so-and-so. And we're just asking this and this again. But there's so many things to pray for. And it would help you to have this little list. My wife and me, we have this little prayer book. And it's a personal prayer book. Those are things we don't just announce in the meeting. 
Those are things for our personal prayer life. And we have names there and we have their need there. And we have their names of their family and friends there. And we have other situations written down that need special prayer. And many times we pray for that booklet and we don't just put our hands there, but we name those people and we name those, those needs before the throne of grace. And it helps you just as you are praying and you're praying for this and you're praying for that need and then you just glance to your little list and you say, oh yes, brah. Lord, I want to pray for that brother too. Oh, that brother, I promised him that I would bring him before your throne of grace. And Lord, he needs that physical miracle. He needs that touch in his body and it will help you to go through the different things, not just the things that are so close to you or that are so pertaining to you, but also make a list of needs in the world. Maybe you heard on the news, some child is lost or some city experienced an earthquake or some other people who have lost their once oh pray for them and put it down on the list and bring it before the Lord you know you can touch countries that are miles and miles away from you through your prayer life write it down pray for them and God will answer well another important thing to have a better prayer life is not to limit God so many times we ask for the things that we can muster up the faith for to believe that he is able to do it, but he is able to do far above what you can think, ask, or pray. Hallelujah. And so don't just pray for the things that you have faith for, but start to have faith for the things you need to pray for. Yes, that's the difference. Don't just pray for what you have faith for, but start to have faith for the things that you need to pray for. And believe, I believe with all my heart, that me, simple John, who is praying in his home, in the bedroom, oh, when he prays to that great, mighty, wonderful God in heaven, he can shake the nations. He can shake the political systems. He can shake the financial world. He can shake the church. He can shake the mission field because those prayers go up to the one who is able to do far above what we can think, ask, or pray. So don't limit God in your prayer life and don't limit your prayer by limiting God. Oh, but pray and believe today that he is able to do it. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. And again, I want to tell you, oh, when you pray, pray according to Scripture. So many times in our prayer life, in my prayer life, I quote Scripture, and I am praying according to this promise. I'm praying according to that promise. So I'm not just praying, Lord, do this because I'd like you to do it. Lord, do this because it would be great if you would do it. Lord, do this because so-and-so said they need you to do it. But I'm praying according to what God said that he promised he would do if I would ask him. He said, ask me for the nations. Oh, many times he said, pray and I will answer you. Whatever you pray in my name, you will have it. And he has all these promises of healing and deliverance, of revival. He promises revival. He promises change. He promises breakthroughs. So many things, hallelujah, in the word of God. And I am praying according to those scriptures, and I am praying those scriptures, bringing them in remembrance, and it's given me a better prayer life. Yes, I'm not just praying, well, Lord, 
I, I think you can do this and you probably want to do that. But I'm praying, Lord, you said that you would do this. And Lord, if you said it, you are able to do it because you're able to do everything that you said you are able to do. And Lord, if you said that you would do it, then you are also willing to do it, Lord. So if you are willing and you are able, Lord, here I am boldly through the Holy Spirit, ask you, and I ask you, do it in Jesus' name to bless this world. Well, another thing that will give you a better prayer life is when you're consistent in your prayers. Some people, one day they pray this way, another day they pray that way. Then they pray this way again. And it's like the Lord would say, well, make up your mind. What do you want me to do? Well, maybe you say, Lord, I leave it up to you and that's a good thing, but pray consistently. Find a word that he has for you and hold on to that word and pray for it and believe that God will answer that word that he has given to you. And that puts me to another point here that's good for your prayer life. Give you a better prayer line that you will pray, Lord, help me to persevere in my prayer life. I need perseverance. Oh, I'm doing my best to persevere, but I need more than my best. I need your Holy Spirit to help me to persevere because this is an important thing. Now, I'm not talking about that car, but that's also sometimes necessary. Or those other material things. Yes, you can pray for those and persevere for it and hallelujah for it. But, but we're talking about the salvation of your children, the salvation of your parents, revival in your city, revival in your church, anointing upon your pastor, anointing upon your elders. All these are things that we should persevere in. All oh, that God would change the nation. And so many times when we look, oh, we see everything is going against, but now we are persevering in prayer. Lord, I believe that when I ask, and when I ask again, and I keep asking it in Jesus' name, Lord, you will save my family. I'm not asking you for a car or other things. I need those things too, but Lord, I'm praying for the salvation. And you have said in your word, you don't want anyone to be lost. Oh, so Lord, I am asking you in Jesus' name, oh Lord, save them, bless them, and help me to persevere even if it takes years. Let me pray for years, Lord, until you answer that prayer with a yes and with a blessing. I believe it in Jesus' name. And finally, which will help you to have a better prayer life is that you will make a little list, a little list of the answers God has given you. It will encourage you if you start to look to the prayers you have sent up to heaven throughout the years and God has heard them and God has answered them and he has kept you and he did bring you out of that battle and he did bless you through those circumstances and he did save your children and he did heal your mother and he did bless you with what you needed to pay the next bill for your rent. Write it down. Say, I prayed such and such date for that and such and such date God answered it and he helped me and he blessed me, etc., etc. And give glory to God and you give glory to God by thanking him, but you also give glory to God by 
testifying about it and telling others about it. So testify about it. Tell others what God has done and it will encourage them to pray. It will encourage them to pray better, to pray longer, to persevere, to pray with faith and expectation because they've heard that prayer works. Well, prayer works. And so I want to encourage you, keep praying, keep believing, keep trusting, and also let us know of what God has done for you, how he answered our prayers, your prayers, and then we will give glory to him together. God bless you, and until we meet again next time. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 